Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. 96 877 Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. We've got to play a whole lot of people, and we haven't been able to do that much since I've been here. And uh, the wonderful thing about that is that the second team and some threes, you know, picked a pass and scored. And they basically won 7-3 to three when they went in, and the second team offense went down and scored. And, um, you know, we've got gotten away from uh, did I get to play or not. It's how well did you play. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon, it's been a great wide-open Wednesday so far as a lot of things going on in the sports world. Talking college football, NFL football coming up tomorrow. And this is the best time of year when football is in full swing, but we're going to talk about that and a lot more as we go to the phone lines and welcome in our guy, Pat Bradley. Thanks to Motorsports Authority each and every Wednesday joining us around 2 o'clock. And PB, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How are you doing this afternoon? What's going on, boys? What is going on? Football season, PB. We're getting full into it now. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun this weekend. You know, obviously, I would have liked to see LSU win, and, um, you know, you see always pulling for the SEC school, South Carolina, North Carolina. That was a good game. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was good. It was, it was fun. It was a lot of clicking around, obviously. I think everyone would agree Colorado stole the show. In <laughs> <laughs> the Hogs took care of business, you know, of one of those games where, um, you know, you watch, and, and then once they get pretty secure and in, in you feel like they're going to take care of business, something crazy is going to happen, you feel a little more freedom to, to switch around and check out some of the other games going on. Colorado, is that who you were most impressed with? There were some impressive performances. And then think a little yeah. about maybe who you weren't so impressed with. Man, LSU, they disappointed me. It, it, it They really did. I felt like... Um, at one point in that game, um, they they just started to get manhandled, and that's not LSU football. I don't know what the heck was going on. Obviously, thirty-one points unanswered, and you know there, there are moments I think in games where you can point to where obviously they didn't punch it in. <laughs> um, in the first quarter, right there, I think they had six. Plays right there, you know, what was it, within the two-yard line. Uh, again, missed on a fourth down, but they go into the halftime with, with the lead. And, you know, so that was a little bit of a head-scratcher. Um, I think we always sort of accustomed to LSU, even even in a year where maybe they aren't, um, although they were, what, number five going into the game, but it seems like they always have a couple of dynamic plays on the offense, defense. Uh, so that was a little head scratching to me. Um, but credit Florida State, man, they, they they look like they're the real deal. And that's the thing that's so tough with the college football playoff now. It's like, if, so you look at Michigan doesn't have a tough schedule, right? Ohio State's going to be the toughest game. They're projected maybe going, I don't know if they're undefeated up until the, um, Playoff time comes, and you get Florida State. Looks like it's pretty much in control in the ACC unless something wild happens. So then, you know, now you get two spots. 
two spots, and that's what makes it so difficult. You know, the fourteen deal. If you if you do lose that game, now if LSU runs the table, let's just say, right? Would you put them in? Yeah, I yes. would. Oh yeah, absolutely. It'd be the same in, right? story, so, same as last year yeah. when they got to that point. What, what if you get a like? Let's say USC runs the table, and that quarterback is phenomenal. That dude is an mm-hmm. absolute beast. I know everyone's talking about Shadour Sanders, and he's he's pretty dang good and UNC quarterback. But that dude, <laughs> USC, he looks like he looks like an NFL quarterback playing playing in college. I mean, it's it, it you you can see that just the size and everything. But so you know that's 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 what I'm saying. You know, USC runs the table. I don't know. We'll, I guess we'll we'll see what Texas does. Just looking at some other conferences, um, and then maybe there's a there's an outsider like how TCU was last year. So, yeah, I agree they have a chance, but I would think if you know that's that's that is the 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 advantage and disadvantage of playing games like that, um, especially in, in week one. But you got plenty of time to to prove yourself and get style points yeah because the thing is is pb is i i'm guilty of this as anybody but uh i always love seeing the overreaction to week one and whether it's team losing like florida state or you know even some like colorado you know i've, I've turned on espn and at uh, monday morning and the leadoff topic was uh or is colorado a college football playoff contender and i'm just like man you know it, it gets to the <laughs> point to where uh we start to overreacting but there are some things that you see though that could be problematic because like you mentioned the lsu deal Do I think that they're a bad team? No, but seeing the way that they folded and and just started getting worked at the end of the game was kind of like those are the things that maybe you can look at that could be pretty alarming, but I'm with you. I think the college football landscape, especially the playoff, uh, heading after week one and kind of going the rest of the way, I think there could be one, maybe even two random surprise teams in the college football playoff this season. Do you you think there's a better chance of having, let's say, three undefeated teams out of the four or having all four with one loss potentially or even two no it's a better chance of that yeah than having losses because i don't know other yeah. than maybe what georgia and i know that you know we still got to see some out of them but if you gave me a, a power rankings of who i think is going to go undefeated in the regular season georgia might be the one that i would point to i guess i, I don't know yeah georgia and, and and i think they've got a pretty favorable schedule too so they um you know, they're, they're obviously any given anything could happen any given week. But um, yeah, they look like they have a favorable schedule, so it's gonna yeah, it's setting up for a fun fun season. It really is. It does depend on situation, like you're talking about. If LSU is able to run the table, but it also has a lot to do with other teams and what they do through the season. So. They're dealing with this for one more season, and then when they expand to twelve, then there's going to be a lot oh, yeah. more leeway and a lot more to, you know, play with as far as lot uh, wins and losses, and and then the argument will become, well, who's the thirteenth best team? Who who gets left out? Who gets snubbed there? Right, right. And I wonder if things will change with scheduling, and and so, you know, because there's a bigger um, pool of college football will, you know, coaches be more willing to recruit uh, to schedule those tougher games, knowing it's not going to put them out totally. Or are they still going to try to protect? You know, still try to protect their season and say, hey, listen, you know, why schedule tough when we just got to be one of the twelve? You know, why get exposed early? So, um, so I'm, my hope is, and I know everyone's is that they continue to. They continue to to schedule those games, you know, and, and make guys feel a little bit more comfortable about it. Well, thing is, PB, the way these conferences are going to be stacked, you're going to have a a few tough games anyway, and then it'll be yeah, interesting to see do they add to the conference schedule, and like the SEC, for example, playing eight, do they go to nine? So it'll be a matter yeah. of uh, thinking through what they're already dealing with within the conference. That's a good point. They do go, yeah, go to the nine games, and um, y- yes, you're gonna you're gonna lose one of those other games too. That you know make it make it at least the beginning of the season fun because 
you know, you, you're not getting those big conference matchups and, and things aren't, you know, it's not getting down to almost like process of elimination. Early on, you, you want those really good games and some good ones too, I think, this weekend. Well, you excited. Uh, I've already looked at the schedule. We got our, that's, uh, what time is Colorado? Is that mountain time? <laughs> I think so. And hopefully, it's in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. We 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 can tell you exactly when it is. Like, if you're looking well, at twelve Eastern kick. But if you're yeah, That's if you're looking be, at if you're looking at ESPN, it's going to give you the time from your area. Like, if you're looking at the schedule, right. it's going to give you the Eastern time that it's going to air. Why well, wouldn't I mean? I, I would think that they would want to slide that game. Mid, like that's in Denver. Is Mountain Time? That's two hours, right? I think it's only one hour for Mountain Time, and it's two hours for you. Okay. Oh yeah, two oh, hours for you, Pete. Sorry, I keep forgetting you're on East Coast, but yes, two hours for you. So I guess it's yeah, so. Okay. So okay. it is a oh gosh, it's ten a.m. ten a.m. Yeah, local time over there. But that's what comes with the cost of being at yeah, that 10 a.m. that that time slot on Fox. That's the one that they feature. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I look forward to it. I know I can speak for for uh, a lot of folks that say we we love that early that early kick. Right, gives you a reason to wake up. Yeah, <laughs> shake your head around a little bit. Well, well, think about on Pacific time. They're going to be another hour, so it's going to be 9 a.m. for them. Got to get some breakfast while you're eating or watching that game. There you go. Oh. There you go. Kick it off right. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, PB, I know uh, you mentioned some games this weekend. Talked about Texas. Talked about Alabama. That game's happening this weekend. It was a one-point loss for uh, the Longhorns last year in Austin, which I love how the SEC Network put that stat up. It's like it's only the second one-point uh, win that Nick Saban has had. The other one was Arkansas in 2014, so don't forget that one. But still, this one's going to be interesting because if Texas is back, you know they want to make that statement in beating Bama. And Bama, I'm not saying they're being doubted, but there's people that are thinking, hey, maybe maybe the whole era of Nick Saban is over with. So this is a big game for both of these programs wow. to be making their making the moves. <laughs> yeah, one game is going to make the Whoa. difference. There. I'm telling you, that's how they're going to look at Johnny it. Johnny said it. Johnny said it. He's coming out hot, baby. <laughs> Yeah, almost as hot as it is down here in Beantown. It's like ninety-five <laughs> degrees here today. Oh wow, jeez. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, buddy. Um, but it is interesting. I mean, look at look at. I mean, even Dabo Sweeney. It's just, you know, it's obviously we know how competitive it is, and we know, um, you know, it seems like every every few years, as I don't know, maybe the rules of college football change or everything evolves, it opens the door for another coach to, to kind of figure it out. Um, and we know it, it's nothing's going to last forever. Uh, you know, obviously it still seems like Kirby Smart's in the, in the driver's seat though. That's for sure. That game's going to be interesting because of just going back to last year's game, Quinn Ewers gets hurt and Texas did look to be in control and it took something from Bryce Young to get Texas over the top. Well, Bryce Young isn't there. Jalen Milrow takes over as a starting quarterback, and we saw him last year, and it'll be Mm. interesting to see how he's added to his game as far as his passing ability because he's a runner. He's a guy that he can can beat you with his legs, but they're going to have to have a little something extra, especially against Texas and tested early in the season. Yeah, and, and, you know, I think Alabama's probably in a position like (laughs) – they haven't been in in quite a while, too, because they're, I mean, I hate to say it, what would you say that, that they are the story? I mean, it's obviously behind you know, Georgia going for a three-peat, now Colorado. Um, you know, you, 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 it seems like that, you know, but they're not even talked about, you know, I you know, watch ESPN, you guys do SEC Network, obviously we'll cover the SEC teams, but they're not and talked about even close to what they used to be. So, um, yeah, you got to imagine, you know, Nick Saban always talks about that rat poison. Hmm. So <laughs> they, they don't have any of that rat poison right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's just uh, it's amazing how we talk about college football and, and the changes that he's had. And, you know, you mentioned a team like Colorado, and, you know, Arkansas is going to be playing Kent State this weekend. Uh, there's teams that just have brand-new teams, and that transfer portal can just change things overnight. 
And that's what I'm not saying that that's what's going to lead to having random teams in the college football playoff this year, PB, but it certainly has made it to where, man, one year with a new coach, new team, uh, you could be going from a 1-11 season to possibly 10 wins, which you've, I don't think that's ever really been the case in college football ever. But the portal's made it that way, and uh, it makes it a lot more yeah. fun and interesting, to my, in my opinion at least. Well, I, I think it has to be a combination, too, of Colorado's going to uh, – you know, obviously they won the national championship, so they get a they've got a foundation for an alumni that is craving that. The athletic director, obviously, I mean, didn't he sign Dion and promise him money he didn't even have yet? Yeah, like so. You know, it takes a combination of a forward thinking, you know, and great support um, for all that to come together. And then you get a. I mean, that's the thing. It's like Dion is. I'm not going to say he's one of a kind, but he may be. What if he is one of a kind? Like, Dion's unique. I mean, he's obviously he was a, he's a Hall of Fame player, but even after he got done, he stayed in coaching. He coached high school football. He, so he got to know the high school ranks. He got to know the coaches, the, the networking. Um, as a matter of fact, you remember the kid Lewis Seen from Georgia? The uh, defensive back. He just got drafted last year. Well, he was, he's from Everett. Keely Ringo? Uh, Lewis Seen. Oh, Lewis Seen, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's from Everett. And so he explodes on the scene his first couple of years of high school. Senior year, he ends up transferring down to Prime Academy in Dallas and starts living with Dion. So. Even when Dion was in the high school ranks, he was attracting kids to his high school team. So, you know, you fast forward now to who he is and Shador Sanders. I mean, he's he's a, what was he, a five-star recruit? He had to be close to it, right? Yeah, I believe he's five-star. So, I mean, you know, what Dion's doing, I don't even know if there's a, a blueprint for it. You know, everyone always talks about you know how Nick Saban came in with this plan. You know Kirby Smart learned about it, and some other guys. Um, I don't know. Can you replicate what Dion does? Like if you're a young coach and you like say, "Oh man, what Dion's doing? I want to do that." I don't know. That's do what they're all. That's possible. They're going to try to do it, but the thing about Coach Prime is he's able to get players. And then the other interesting thing about him that he's already thrown out there. He was talking about coaches and saying that. A lot of coaches, they may aspire to go to the NFL. He's like, I don't. So he's already put that yeah. out there that this is the level he wants to be on. Yeah, right. And and he can he can yeah he's just a unique guy. I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if he stays. That's that's the next stop, right? He he got one. Unfortunately, I hope no Colorado fans are listening, but. <laughs> That's the conversations we're going to have. He wins one as he's staying in Colorado. Well, and also, but, uh, well, also PB. Like I, again, I think it's really you know great and shiny, and everybody's excited about it. But at the end of the day, it's also going to come to how does Dion, Coach Prime, whoever you want to call him, how's he getting guys to the next level? Because that's also going to be a key to see yeah. once he has a body of work, how many guys is he getting ready for the NFL? Because if he's not do if it's not going really well in that aspect, people are going to start negatively recruiting against him. Because at the end of the day, that's what everybody wants. So that's what's going to be interesting to see. Not only is he how long is he at Colorado, but just in general, being a college football coach, is he getting guys to that next step? Yeah, and I think that's that's part of recruiting those guys. And now he's got three guys, probably maybe more. I don't know, but those you know, obviously the the little running back, the wide receiver, and the quarterback. I mean, he's already got. Look, 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 look! You come here. This is what I can do for you. So he's he's already got that ability to sell it, and um, so it's it's definitely um, fun times, man. We needed this in college football. <laughs> we needed this, right? Get a little too stagnant. Same teams winning all the time. Yes, yeah, we needed that shake up. You're right. And then the receiver you're talking about. Is he really a receiver or is he a defensive back? Travis Hunter, he was no more for yeah. being a defensive back, but that was something else that is something else that Coach Prime threw out. He said, you know, this guy, he's he's so talented that he can be a first round pick. Now he may be overhyping it a little bit, but he said he can be a first round pick as 
Is he going to be a DB or is he going to be a receiver? Or do you get both by getting a guy that's that talented on the next level? Well, as somebody who played a sport and you have to play both sides, I appreciate Prime, Coach Prime doing that because uh, you know, we always talk about playing multiple sports. Well, in certain sports, you can play multiple positions. I mean, you want to play your best players. And that kid is clearly the most athletic kid on the field. He may be the most athletic against anybody he plays against this year. you got to find ways to get that kid, right? I mean, big playmaker. So I love the fact that they actually did it, you know, that they had the, the confidence and the, and the thoughts to do that because he can make a difference. Catching touchdowns, or you got that big interception in the who was it the five yard line, ten yard line, or something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah but I, I like that. And you don't see that uh, type of Iron Man football very often, but when you do, and see, oh, guy, and did but, you see? By the way, did you see the clip of him hooping? Yes, in the in like, the <laughs> yes. student center. Yeah, just dunking off. Although I, I think a couple of those were like, hey, hey, hey you know. <laughs> Let me rise up and dunk on you real quick. But he, he looked good, though. Yeah, he did. Little left-handed shooter. He can shoot it. He's a heck of an athlete. No, there's no doubt, PB. Hey, we, before we let you get out of here, man, give a shout-out to the fine folks at Motorsports Authority. Thank you, fellas. MSAstore.com. MSAstore.com. Go to the website. See all the locations, the deals, uh, pre-owned vehicles, truck accessories, car accessories, you name it. Visit MSA Store, that's Motorsports Authority, msastore.com. All right, PB, have a great one, man. We'll catch up with you. Okay, ciao. See you, boys. All right. We got PB. Thanks always to Motorsports Authority. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we'll have more Wide Open Wednesday, so stay with us. Anywhere in the state, dial 8-888-8888 for Rainwater Holton Sexton. They'll help you weather the storm. Sports Center. The AP released their first poll of the season on Tuesday. Georgia remained at number one after taking care of business, beating UT Martin 48-7 in week one. Michigan stayed at two. Alabama climbed up to three and Florida State moved up to four from eight following their convincing win over LSU. Ohio State rounded out the top five. Other notable rankings include LSU who fell nine spots to 15. Clemson fell all the way to 25. TCU who lost to Colorado fell out of the rankings after being ranked 17th going into the season. Colorado now founds himself being ranked at 23 after not being on a single ballot in the preseason poll. Colorado was last ranked in 2020. The SEC and Pac-12 are tied for most teams in the top 25 as each conference has six teams. Arkansas received votes with 28 behind Iowa who had 73 and UCLA who had 55. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. The Main Street Food Truck Festival is back. Your favorite food trucks are rolling into town for the 12th annual Main Street Food Truck Festival. 60 food trucks of every genre with sample sizes at each truck. Live music and fun for the whole family. Bring the family for great food and a good time on Main Street. Join the Downtown Little Rock Partnership's 12th annual Main Street Food Truck Festival from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Sunday, September 17th. Fort Thompson's in Sherwood is paying your sales tax. Two days only, September 8th and 9th. Everything included. Guns, clothes, waiters, booths, stands, decoys. Get ready for hunting season at Fort Thompson's in Sherwood. Visit ftthompson.com. Trey Schapp and Chris Shinnup with you. Chris, the 19th annual kickoff to Men's Health is coming up. Yeah, Trey, we're pretty excited. It's coming up. The first one will be September 7th at our Little Rock location, 1300 Centerview Drive. Men 40 and older, it's time to get screened, is it not? It is, and you know, as our CEO Scott Davis says you come in for a free screen and you might win a 65-inch flat screen TV. 263-0926 for more information or ArkansasUrology.com. Guys, you can just show up. All thanks to our presenting sponsor, CHI St. Vincent. We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. If you're wanting top 
dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown! The Boys and Girls Club of Central Arkansas invite you to the 2023 Leader of the Year Luncheon honoring Hunter Juracek featuring Master of Ceremonies David Basil. With your generous support, Boys and Girls Club of Central Arkansas will create opportunities to help more kids and teens achieve great futures. The Leader of the Year Luncheon will be Wednesday, October 18th at the Clinton Presidential Center. For tickets and additional information, visit bgcofca.com. Join Roger Scott for game day watch parties at Boudreaux's Grill and Bar, 9811 Maumel Boulevard in North Little Rock, and cheer on our team. The fun is at Boudreaux's, your fun and game station, 1037 The Buzz. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Your brother wants a shot of the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm walking tall. You think you're ready to run with the bulls? I've been earning and burning, snapping necks and cashing checks. On 1037 The Buzz. Betting app, Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the app store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. Get in game prop bets and specials courtesy of Bet Saracen. Double R props are already on the board for Arkansas versus Kent State. Check those out. Arkansas, 37.5 point favorite versus Kent State. Tomorrow night's NFL game, Chiefs and Lions. Chiefs are a 4.5 point favorite. And the over-under is 52. Those are some of the lines you can get on Bet Saracen. But many more when you look at the college football games that are listed, NFL games listed. You can still get futures on Heisman odds and uh, Super Bowl champs. There are a lot on the Bet Saracen app to wager from. And for the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. It's a wide open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. You know, speaking of Bet Saracen, I, I suck so far this year. I have not been good. need to start uh, going against my instinct, I guess. Go the opposite. And that way I can start winning some money. Because it has not been too kind. Not been too kind at all. Because I, I made about six different bets. Just uh, from Saturday's game. Those are the only ones I game, uh, bet on for college football. And I think I got one right, and it was the over. That one needed to be parlayed. I know, I know, I know. I need to, I need to start uh, getting with it and getting some, some things going because it's been pretty frustrating. But, yeah, so with Arkansas being 37.5-point favorites over Kent State, it's a lot of points, but... Uh, yeah, I also saw with uh, no Ars- over under for that game either. Yeah, not yeah. yeah. I wonder if they're ever going to put anything on that too. I guess you know maybe part of it's about maybe it's Rocket Sanders thing. Like maybe they're kind of waiting to see some of that to, of what uh, impact that'll have, or maybe there's some other things going on. Not totally sure, but you know we're going to have our uh, double R prop plays and our fun with that. I'm sure uh, tomorrow or Friday we'll, we'll make that work and and have some fun uh, with that, but. Yeah, that was. Uh, that's, I gotta get. I gotta get after it. I, I'm sucking right now on my bets, but we always appreciate Saracen being a part of it. Uh, we'll have your Razor Hog update in the next segment, and uh, have some things from 
uh, Sam Pittman and some of the stuff going on for Arkansas, which, by the way, did you, I know Peyton Manning, of course, came yesterday to the Little Rock Touchdown Club, which seemed to be a massive success for everybody that was there in attendance. And uh, I heard him say that there was a few, and I saw some pictures, a few Tennessee Volunteer jerseys, 16 jerseys, oh, yeah. and then uh, some Colts jerseys. But he didn't say Broncos. I was like, oh, well, I mean, maybe he just you know didn't see as many. Or maybe were there any Broncos jerseys? I didn't see any nope, in the they, pictures. That's so. why you didn't mention them. Yeah, I, I just figured that you know whatever. Broncos still, are still pretty popular. Yeah, like, he yeah. still lives there too. Yeah, which he he loves. Uh, he loves that area, and you know it's kind of ironic because when you think of Peyton Manning and him being, you know, going to Tennessee for school and then going to Indianapolis to play the vast majority of his career. It's the place he ended at in Denver is kind of, I guess, the place he wanted to be uh, all together. But, uh, yeah, just hearing him was really cool. And then I know he was on the either the bus or the plane or whatever afterwards talking about how much he appreciated and enjoyed the Little Rock Touchdown Club and, uh, and everything. He's a larger-than-life personality <laughs> and a larger-than-life character. So uh, seeing him there, and I guess now it's official that you've had all the Mannings, uh, at least the ones of... That played in the Cooper NFL. Cooper Arch. Yeah. Got to get Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cooper could have came with. You know, they could have had. Well, that's the same thing they were saying last year. They're like, or a couple of years ago, they're like, hey, hey, there's a rumor that Peyton's going to come in with Eli. It's like, no, he's Mm-mm. not. No. No. Uh, Eli came with Matt Jones, and that was great. Uh, but yeah, Peyton wasn't going to do that with Eli, but who knows? It's because everybody was wrapped up in the Manning cast at the time. Yeah. And that was on a Monday, so... Oh, I believe yeah. it was on a Monday. It, it may not have been, but everybody was thinking about the Manning cast, and so they're like, well, Eli's coming in, so Peyton is going to come in with him. Speaking of which, did you see the Manning cast promo commercial that they cut and yeah, had the auditions? It. Yeah, yeah, it was in, it was incredible because, again, anything that they do, like, so they had, like, they started out where it's Peyton and Eli just talking to particular players. I thought about playing it, but if you don't know their voices of who they're interviewing, because it doesn't say, like, they don't say who it is. Like, they just, you have to see the I video of it. come across but, well, though. Yeah. Uh, in fact, well, in fact, I, I may do that, because that would be the fun thing, is seeing if you can guess who it is based by the jokes that they make. Because when you, when you hear the jokes that they make, they actually uh, will probably come to mind. At least I know one of them for sure that no matter who you are, uh, it'll come to mind, and you'll know it right off the bat. But uh, it was a great promo, and had a lot of celebrities and uh, people of note. So yeah, we'll, we'll play the audio here and see how many, uh, how many of these things can people can guess and seeing who it is and, uh, uh, all that. Hi, I'm Jared Goff, quarterback well, here at audition. One. So Jared, how excited are you about the opportunity to be on the most popular show on television? Isn't this for the Manning cast? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I play quarterback. Ooh, quarterback. We like that. You liked that! I just said that we liked it. <laughs> you liked that! I mean, what is this guy's deal? No, but did you did you like it? How do you feel about audibles? We generally just want the quarterback to run the play that's called. That's the play. Sean McVay, Los Angeles Rams head coach. On this team, we tear ourselves to pieces. This is how <laughs> you guys dress in real life. You guys are terrible evaluators and go f*** yourself. <laughs> are you right? Who are your broadcasting icons? Another one. Um, what would you say are your strengths? We the best! I'm just here because you guys have the most punchable face in the history of punching faces. Wow, Reese Witherspoon. I mean, we're honored you'd even consider auditioning for the Manning cast. Manning what? Oh, no, I was calling to bundle my home and auto. Aren't you the insurance guy? <laughs> so what would we know you from? Have you heard of TikTok? Sure. Really? No. Hi, Lil Wayne, Wheezy Baby, President Carter. I'm Peyton, and this is Lil Brother. Let's get some sleeves on you, big boy. I don't think I... I don't think the job's for me. I have no idea what this is, but I don't think I'm the right guy. Well, we tried our best. Guess it's just the two of us again this season. Unless there's someone on that list who is just perfect for the job. Nope. Not on this list. Mm-mm. You've been waiting here a long time, too? It's Tom Brady in a waiting room with a dog. But dog nice, with a dog. Yeah, okay. but nice little ending here, no, too. I didn't get the mini cast job. 
I guess I'll just come back and play football again. So, oh my gosh! Yeah, there's so much of that going on with Tom Brady right now, and he's and he's just and he, he's loving it. Yeah, yeah, he's playing up to it. And oh, you want me to? You want to pay me to talk about me possibly coming back to play football? Yeah, let's do that. Sign me up because I still get everyone starts talking about me. Everyone starts speculating and and having some fun with it. So yeah. Speaking of that, have you have you seen the commercial where uh, it's Jerry Rice? Emmett Smith. Yes. Yeah, so that's another one. It ends with Tom Brady. Because who's he talking to? He's talking to Julian Edelman. That's right. And so, um, and it's Lay's, Pepsi, you know, all those products. And so uh, when he said, Tom Brady goes, unretire? Who'd be dumb enough to do that? And then Julian Edelman crunches a chip. And as he crunches the chip, the the sounding of that sounds like you. Mm -hmm. The, The crunching of the chip sounds like you. Yeah. That's yeah. See, that's, I, I saw that and I laughed because at the, even in the beginning, because it was Emmett Smith, was it Mike, was it Michael Randy Orr? Moss? Randy Moss, that's who it was. My, Randy Moss, and they're like, oh, we could play in today's game. Dan Marino, I think, was one, and it shows like when they go out there and like, they can't do it anymore, starting like getting uh, cramps and whatnot. And yeah, that was that was pretty funny to to see that. But yeah, but yeah, Tom Brady, man, he's making a killing on just putting it out there. Like, oh, they they want me to keep playing. Let's let's make some money on that yeah and he's been involved with uh like that, that's what i love about the like relationship or friendship you have with like brady and mannings and you know because they're kind of connected there too i think i saw also a video of tom brady put on his social media because someone was asking him if they if he thinks the nfl scripted you know because that was the whole joke of like oh is it scripted and he essentially looked at it, he's like if the nfl is scripted do you think that i would want it to be scripted to where i lose to peyton manning's little brother two <laughs> times in the super bowl he's like, you think that i would write that or anyone i would allow anyone to write that into my script so uh yeah he's so they've been having some connections some fun there too and uh you go to that they both have their i guess uh peyton manning's is omaha productions i yes. think is the company and Tom Brady's at the TB12, so that's about listen, branding, promoting. They're, they're all about staying in the limelight in some form or some fashion. So that uh, that is, uh, of course, with Eli, won two Super Bowls, but they also always include that because you think about it, and they were both close games. That's kind of holding Tom Brady back in some people's minds, where they would have won or he would have won nine of ten Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because who was the other one he lost to as well? It was the, the Eagles. That's right, Eagles and uh, the quarterback in that one, Nick Foles, right? For the, for the, for the, so Eli Manning and Nick Foles, those are the two quarterbacks that uh, had those games. He was able to beat out, because I guess the quarterbacks that he ended up beating out was Kurt Warner to start, and that was his first one, right? He beat out Jake Plummer? Or no, Jake Plummer. Jake, Jake DeLome, not <laughs> okay. Jake Plummer. Jake DeLome, because he was the Carolina quarterback, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so you had him, and then you had Donovan McNabb, and then you had, I know he beat out uh, Matt Russell Wilson at one time. Russell Wilson, that's right. Yeah, that one. And then, of course, the Matt Ryan. Matt one. Ryan. And then he beat out with Tampa Bay. I guess it was Mahomes. Yep. And then who was the seventh one? Who am I missing of uh, his seventh Super Bowl? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. That's right. Jared Goff. So, yeah. Hey, listen. It's We talk about it's great to have one Super Bowl victory. It's great to be a Super Bowl. But to go 7-3 and three in Super Bowls as a starting quarterback is pretty good. I'd still sign up for that, but yeah, great commercial. By the way, the person for those of you who may not have known, she probably didn't. The girl that was asking about TikTok. Oh it, yeah, we know Liv- who that is was. Livy Dunn. Yeah, and we we all know about that. But great commercial though, and it was great having Peyton Manning at the Rock Touchdown Club yesterday. I think even Baz asked him about that commercial uh, at some point. But uh, you know, he he likes to have fun with it just like they all do. But uh, yeah, hey, about the brand, baby, about those commercials. Uh, we got a lot more, though, to come up here on a Wide Open Wednesday. We have your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. And we'll have Andrew Ellis joining us in the 3 o'clock hour, too, to give us his thoughts and opinions on what's going on with Arkansas, especially with the Rocket Sanders injury update. Have that and more coming up next, so stay with us. Roger Scott for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union and their Casasa checking accounts. With Casasa, earn up to 6% APY, cash rewards with no minimum balance, and refunds on ATM fees. Stop by Alcoa's new branch in Sheridan and open a free Casasa checking account or apply securely online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Roger Scott is warming up those vocal cords to bring you the Razorback Song of the Week on Morning Mayhem. Presented by Dr. Jimmy Tucker at Ortho, Arkansas and 1037 The Buzz. 
Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. This week's special is stuffed bell peppers for only $6.49 per pound with corn souffle for $5.99 per pound. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them them know how you feel about how they did one sentence and one sentence only for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. That's Mike saying good morning. It's the best he can do right now. Yeah, not a cloud in the sky. What Mike could use is a fresh start. And Irish Spring Body Wash. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset Mike needs. Now, he's ready to go to work. It's Sunday. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at Walmart today. Listen for NFL Hall of Fame referee Walt Coleman Wednesdays during Morning Mayhem. Presented by Sigma Supply Packaging Products. Schedule a free waste audit analysis with Sigma Supply Sales Manager David Breitenberg and see if automation is the solution to your production line issues. Online at SigmaSupply.com. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Trying to reach the green from here, Shooter? That's not possible, sir. I beg to differ. Happy Gilmore accomplished that feat no more than an hour ago. Well, moron, good for Happy Gilmore, oh my God! On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Some of the deals you can get at Guadney Chevrolet, 2023 Equinox, 2.1% financing and $12.50 cash allowance. You want to look into all the deals that they have going on on GuadneyChevrolet.com. And you can get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. And when you go to GuadneyChevrolet.com, you can also see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. And if you need a service, 
They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, guadneychevrolet.com. It is a wide-open Wednesday here on Out of Bounds. Appreciate everybody listening in. Have your Razor Rock update in just a second, but a little NFL news for you, a little contract nonsense. But Nick Bosa for the San Francisco 49ers has agreed to a five-year, $170 million extension which includes $122.5 million guaranteed. A lot of money. And by a wide margin, it will make him the highest paid player, a defensive player in NFL history. So, wow. $122.5 guaranteed. Well deserved and getting it just in time to possibly play on Sunday. That is incredible. And it says, uh, holdout is over. This is Gordon Adam Schefter. Bose is likely to be ready to play against Pittsburgh. So that's who you guys open up with is San Francisco. The so. Niners and Steelers, yep. Okay. Is that in Pittsburgh or is that in San Fran? In Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, okay. So you're going to have the two, last two years, the defensive player of the year. We're going to make predictions on some of the NFL awards at the end of the season. We'll make predictions on them tomorrow, but... You think about those two guys, they are the last two winners of the NFL Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa, T.J. Watt. They're going to be going up against each other uh, this weekend. So, yeah, I'm excited to see all the NFL games get going. And uh, I know Monday Night Football featuring the Jets and the Bills. And for once, you know, it's not because uh, the Jets by default got like a Monday Night Football game. It's like people are actually looking forward to that game and seeing <laughs> how it goes. Uh, so I, I'm excited about it, too. I'm, I'm not ex- I know we'll do predictions and everything but for that game on monday i'm not expecting the jets to win you know it's just it's tough to do it'll take a little bit to get going now if they win i'm gonna start overreacting and thinking it's a super bowl or bust but uh yeah that'll be good it's gonna be a lot of good games this weekend for nfl college football and nfl just be good to have it all back where saturdays for the college football you got sunday all day watch all those games monday night football will be back it's going to be good to have it all at once. So, College football also has a Thursday night game, Murray State at Louisville. So oh, there will be some college football on Thursday nights. They also have a Friday night game, Joe. I don't know if you knew that. They also have a Friday night game, and it features Indiana. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's kind of my reaction, too, when I was like, okay, well, a couple, Indiana. A couple right. of them. Yeah. Uh, it's like I see that, and it's them, and I guess, oh, yeah, and Illinois and Kansas play each other. Uh, on that uh, on Friday night on ESPN two, but uh, Indiana Indiana State are the other ones. But Tom Allen's the head coach of Indiana. Uh, I would say he was none too pleased with the fact that he has to play a game on a Friday night. We don't have there's no off off day this week. Monday's usually our off day. We'll practice on Monday because of our Friday games. So, uh, but you know how I feel about Friday night games. That's not a decision that we make. That comes straight from the Big Ten. So anybody wants to complain about that? Don't talk to me. Okay. And so uh, that's Friday night football. It's for high school football. Bottom line, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face until I'm somebody tells me to shut up. So, and I'll probably say it again. Friday night football is for high school football. So, uh, yeah, Tom, Tom Allen. Yeah, how, how much has he been yelling this past week? Let's say he's doing a great impersonation of Doc Rivers, it sounds like, <laughs> man, with that the way he's talking. But, yeah, he's probably had to yell extra. But, yeah, he's yeah, he's angry. He's not happy about a Friday night game, which I, I think, I, you know, he's got probably a good point. It's like, you know, it's for high school football games, and if you, that changes your schedule, you don't have an off day. You know, you got to keep going from the day before and uh, get ready for it. And it gets Indiana State, and it's just like, yeah, well, you know, that's you don't have a choice. It's your conference. You got to play that game. It's on the Big Ten Network, so it's like, yeah, you got you got to play that game <laughs> Friday night. Make that happen. So, yeah, I Way get his frustration. Way to call out the conference. Yeah, I get his frustration, but same time, man, it's like, hey, it's part of it. It's, it's, if you like all collecting all that money from the conferences, you you got to be able to go along with it too. And having Illinois and Kansas is such an interesting game. If it was a basketball game, I'd be pumped. But uh, Kansas, of course, a team that we know last year made a bowl game which hasn't happened very often in the past so many years seems like and arkansas took care of business there and of course illinois with red bioma being there too both of them uh, started yeah. out hot last year mm-hmm. yeah because uh illinois was that uh, yeah it was last year right they had the nine overtime game against penn state and uh they both are, are trying to increase that and that's in actually being taking place there in kansas at, at lawrence so uh, yeah, we'll have some college football, NFL action, and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Man, it feels good to have say that and have that. All right, uh, real quick, let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 
This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog update, we know Sam Pittman went with the media via the SEC teleconference and talked about Rocket Sanders and the update on his injury. Says he has got some swelling in his knee. I uh, don't know the extent of it, but they're going to evaluate it today. And I'm sure here in the next day or two, for sure, we'll hear the status of Rocket Sanders and whether or not he'll be able to go this weekend against Kent State on Saturday in Fayetteville. Uh, but I can't remember if we played this yesterday, but I'll go ahead and play it just in case. But we know Keon Stewart was one of those players for Arkansas that got uh, arrested for going 126 miles per hour on I-49. Can't have that. Should never happen. But uh, Pittman was asked about that on his press conference yesterday, or I guess Monday, discussing uh, whether or not uh, there's going to be some punishments there. And here's what he had to say about Keon Stewart's status. Uh, he's got five events that he needs to go to uh, community service-wise and things of that nature. Obviously, uh, he wasn't at the game. We suspended him for Saturday's game. But uh, he's back. He's back now, and he's got a few things to complete. But he's back on the team. So it doesn't look like he's being kicked off the team, but he's definitely going to have to do some things to get back uh, in the good graces of the Razorback team as well. And also Pittman talked about uh, the offensive line and Joshua Braun, who we had on yesterday from the NIL program, thanks to Matt Black, All-State Insurance, and then also Tykeus Crawford. Just what's the offensive line situation looking like? I wish we would have knocked them off the ball more. We had opportunities in some double teams, and I felt like our shoulder angle was off. To be specific with you, when the linebacker and the combinations are behind you, you got to stay vertical as you can, and it's you you got to work that more. That's one of the things we've got to clean up. If they're in front of you, it's easy because your shoulders are going to be aligned with him. But if they're behind him, your shoulders are never be aligned, but they can be vertical, just waiting on him to see what he's doing. And I think we were quick at times coming off with the guard and quick at times coming off with the center. I think we have to play better in there. But uh, I thought Tykeest, uh, for his first, well, you know, he started in the Liberty Bowl, but didn't play much. I thought he did a nice job. I thought Braun did a nice job. It'll be nice to get Brady back. I think we'll have him, uh, hopefully we'll have him back. Uh, he's going to practice today, so hopefully everything goes well and he'll be able to come back. And there you have it. There's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. We will take a top-of-the-hour update. When we come back, Andrew Ellis will join us and get his thoughts and opinions on everything going on with Razorback football. We'll get ahead towards Kent State. And a lot more. So you better stay with us in the third hour because it's going to get even more fun here on Out of Bounds. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with fur 